This is the Bates Bobcast, our weekly podcast where we take a look at the week that was in Bates Athletics. My name is Aaron Morrison. This week we look ahead to the Bates football season. The Bobcats open their 2019 campaign Saturday at Amherst. Plus, the volleyball, field hockey, and men's soccer teams got their season started on the right foot. And the golf program turned in a strong showing at the Bowdoin Invitational. All that and more coming up on the Bates Bobcast. The field hockey team won a thriller on Saturday, defeating Hamilton 3-2 in overtime. Sophomore Bridget Thompson and senior captain Abby Ford scored in regulation before first-year Paige Cody tallied the game winner in OT. The Bobcat defense stood strong in the extra period, with first-year goalkeeper Grace Biddle making a key save on a Hamilton breakaway. Then on the follow-up shot, senior captain Alexa Jurgalite made a defensive save, and Bates got the ball out of harm's way. Cody, an Auburn native who attended St. Dominic Academy, joined the Bobcast along with Jurgalite to look back on the Hamilton win. Paige, you had the game-winning goal in overtime. As a first-year, I mean, how thrilling was that experience for you? It was really exciting, but I think at the time I was mostly just relieved, really, because I think it was a lot of pressure, but I was really happy that we could get it done. Had you ever had a game-winning goal in overtime before, in, like, in high school or anything? Um, yeah, I think it was a lot different than high school, however, because the level is much higher, and I also think there was more pressure and there was more riding on it, and it was more of a team effort, I feel like, in college. Whereas high school, there's more prep, like focus on the individual players. So it came off a penalty corner. Take us through what you saw when you shot it. So all I wanted to do was make sure that the ball was on net. And so I looked up and just aimed for the corner and just worked out. And then Alexa, from your point of view there on defense, what was it like watching that? Uh, it was definitely exciting. And like, uh, I almost thought it didn't, the ball didn't come out of the circle, which means it wouldn't have been a goal. But I was like, oh my god. Um, but it did, and so I turned around and immediately ran to our goalie, Grace Biddle, and we celebrated ourselves back there. Yeah, it was definitely really exciting, and I'm happy for Paige. Well, speaking of you and Grace, earlier in the overtime period, there was kind of a, a tense moment, if you will, right? Hamilton had a breakaway opportunity. She made a great save, then you made a save. Take us through that key moment in overtime. Yeah, so I got beat at about the 50-yard line. Um, it's always like a weird thing being the last defender um, besides the goalie back there, because if you're beat, you're kind of that's kind of it so I was recovering back and Grace made an awesome first save um, I just kept recovering I recovered into the goal basically and um, they had a second shot and I blocked the rebound and <laughs> dove a little bit on the ground and yeah we cleared it out and then Paige scored like a minute later so it's good <laughs> Hamilton I mean throughout your career every every game's been close right what's it like going up against them basically first game of the year every season yeah it's always uh it's always kind of I don't want to say mental battle but like maybe it is um it's always kind of ended the same it hasn't ended the same way but it um we've had the same circumstances where we've been in overtime um and it's been decided by a goal so it's it's really exciting to finally get that <laughs> win on our side this time certainly and for you what's it like been you know the last three years i know you played midfield more as a first year but the last three years you know now just being your senior year anchoring that defense um, yeah, I've spent a lot of time back there. I played defense in high school. I'm comfortable back there. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I have great people on my sides. I have Abby to my right and then Caroline, uh, Grady and Ashton Bale split time to my left. And they're awesome. And my two goalies behind me, Ellie uh, Bauer and Grace Biddle. 
they are awesome, and I think we will all work really well together. Paige, I'm curious. So you're you're first year, but you're from Auburn. You went to St. Dom's for high school. What what made you want to stay local for college? Um, I originally didn't want to stay local, but like since the first time I toured Bates, I just loved it and like the sense of community and everything here. So that's pretty much when I decided sophomore year that I wanted to come here. And then growing up, what did, were you familiar with Bates it being in the community? Like, what did you hear about it like, as a kid and stuff? Yeah, we would come to watch a lot of the field hockey games, my family would, and we've had so many practices here, and it was almost like every week we were on campus doing something. So the adjustment period for you has, has it been pretty smooth? Obviously, you mentioned uh, earlier that college is much different, though, than high school. It has been pretty smooth, I'd say, and I think the perk about being local is that it's a lot easier for my family to come to the games. Senior captains like, you know, Alexa, what have they told you about what it takes to succeed here? I think all of the seniors and the upperclassmen really lead by example, so it makes it easy as a first year to see what the expectation is and to follow that. Alexa, I remember when you were a first year, I did a story on first years being adjusted to Bates. Uh, you know, looking back on how has the process gone for you now as a senior, what do you tell people like Paige? Um, I just, I mean, I think they just have to enjoy like every minute of it. Um, like take take risks, I guess. Like I don't know if I even took enough risks while I've been here. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I feel like I should have branched out of my comfort zone a little more than I did. So I think um, they definitely should try to do that. Take all the opportunities you get. How about that uh, long bus ride to and from Hamilton? What was that like for you? <laughs> it was very very long, <laughs> but I think the fact that we won just made it all worth it. Yeah, the ride back must have been really nice, right? Yeah, it was super fun, and everyone was really excited. So, um, Bowdoin this week, right, middle of the week, conference game against a tough opponent. Uh, I'm sure you're familiar with Bowdoin as well. I don't know how many games you went to theirs. Not quite as local, but close by, right? Yeah, um, we definitely know they're a good team, but I think after Hamilton, we're all really excited, and we're just ready to bring it on Wednesday. And you've had experience playing Bowdoin the last three years. What's it like against them? Yeah, that's another uh, game that's always pretty close. We're, they're good competition, um, and we always seem to play really well against them. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to finally get a, a win <laughs> against them. Um, I know a couple of people on the team, too. I actually went to high school with one of the girls on their team, so that's always fun to play a former uh, former teammate. So, In terms of this season and how this team's shaping up so far, obviously you've only had one game, but you were just in a film session. So what was Coach emphasizing about? you know, point, you know, look things to improve on from one game to the next. Yeah, we were, we were just watching the Hamilton game back over just a few quick points. We didn't want to like, we don't like to dwell too much on what already happened. So um, we did, we looked at the most important things that we need to move forward onto Bowdoin. Um, and like we looked at how we scored our goals, just like, which were all like off of corners. And like, we just played through, played through our corners and made them all work. So um, that's something we'll also definitely have to do against Bowdoin execute those corners and you're one of the people uh, responsible for that right I mean the penalty corners what's the key in your mind of making it make it a good one for the Bobcats at time I think that what's always been the most difficult for me is getting a good initial reception so mm -hmm. that you can make sure your first touch is a good one but it was just a perfect insert in overtime so we were able to get it done really easily Certainly. Well, any other thoughts on you know the Hamilton game and what you're most looking forward to you know going forward, you as a first year and you as a senior? I think just getting to be a part of the team is just really great. They, they're super helpful with school, and it's also just a really fun time, and it's something you get to look forward to every day. Yeah, I think the same thing. No matter what's going on like on the field, we are like all such great friends that 
we can come off the field and hang out together whether we win or lose but obviously we're hoping we get <laughs> some wins um, so yeah I'm definitely looking forward to winning and winning with my teammates spending a lot of time together all right Alexa Jurgalite and Paige Cody thanks so much thank you thank you the women's and men's soccer teams picked up non-conference road wins Tuesday with the women defeating Maine Maritime 1-0 on a goal from first-year Adelaide Arma and the men prevailing 2-0 over UMaine Farmington. Although the women fell at Hamilton Saturday, the men rallied from one goal down to defeat the Continentals 3-1. Sophomore Luke Prady scored the first two goals of his collegiate career in the win, earning NESCAC Player of the Week honors. And he is our male Bobcat of the Week. Male Bobcat of the Week and NESCAC Men's Soccer Player of the Week, Luke Prady with us here on the Bobcast. And Luke, last year as a first year, you were unrecruited, you enrolled at Bates, and you walked onto the team with Coach Shake being in his first season. How'd that process work? Uh, yeah, I uh, decided to go to Bates because of the academic opportunities, obviously. And um, I visited here and really liked it. And uh, after my senior season, really wanted to keep playing soccer in college as far as I could and and um, was fortunately able to to perform well enough in preseason to get a roster spot last year. So when you were in high school playing soccer you were never like looking at colleges from a soccer angle necessarily it sounds like. Not till my senior the fall of my senior year I kind of had a, a pretty good year and then I started after that looking to try to play in college but before that not at all. How to go with Coach Shake, you know, approaching him saying, I want to play? Yeah, so I originally was talked to the previous coach, okay. um, Stu, yeah. um, and he said they would give me a walk opportunity. And then Coach uh, Shake or Tyler was uh, hired, I think, like two weeks before the season yeah. or something. So I actually, I think I talked to him once on the phone before preseason. Um, and. It worked out though. So yeah, what was what was camp like? You know, you know, because you're not guaranteed a roster spot or anything. Yeah, no, I was, you know, just put put my best effort. Everyone was, everyone was going as hard as they could, and um, just tried to play my best and run as fast as I could in the <laughs> fitness tests and stuff. Right, right. So so last year you played a little bit, but not a whole lot. What was that like learning? You know, your first year that you've applied to this season, where you're obviously getting you know more minutes. Yeah, um, last year, uh, you know, I just came on the team, and the, the, all my teammates were so helpful. It was a new, whole, whole new level from high school, and it took a while to, to adjust to my teammates. Were, obviously, our team is great. Uh, the seniors last year were an amazing class, and I mean, every, everyone on the team was so helpful in bringing everyone up along. And then this entire offseason um, with the upperclassmen, juniors were mostly abroad, but, but even the seniors from last year and then with the sophomores and the juniors who did stay on were just um, amazing and developing everyone who is here over that off season and we played a lot lifted a lot and we all improved a ton and then the Hamilton game I got to ask the second goal you yeah. scored there it, it was a tough angle yeah. and you seemed like surprised that it went in what was what was that whole take us through that play uh well I mean we had a, a great good great passing sequence and great runs to clear out space um so it was a real a real good team goal and I got the ball on the on the wing and uh took my defender and then I just kind of it was a tight angle so I shot it and and I guess it just went in I it, it went over the keeper um I just kind of tried to put as much power on it as I could and it went in what's it like being at the bottom of that dog pile after goal oh, <laughs> it was pretty pretty crazy the first time um got tackled by my teammates and it was I was little I was a little uh, gasping for air for a second there but but uh it was obviously an incredible feeling um so it's really excited and great win for our team. Looking forward for the rest of the year. Yeah, because the team you fell down one nil, but we're able to score the last three goals in quite a small time frame. Basically, yeah. like it was a flurry of yeah. scoring. So what was what was the mentality after falling behind one zero and it allowed you to bounce back so quickly? 
Yeah, um, our team, we, we try to pride ourselves on our bounce back ability and keeping our head in the game no matter no matter what. And um, so we went down one and it was it was just like a collective. Let's go. We have to we have to score. We have to score two. We have to get back on top. Um, and it's just uh, take care of work kind of mentality. And I think up until that point, we had been the dominant team in the second half. Um, when they scored, they kind of scored against the run of play. So we knew we we had attacking chances. We can create chances on on them. And uh, we everyone came together and played really really well. Um, and we we ended up scoring three. Great. What have you been working on personally in your game to get, earn this more playing time to earn these opportunities? Yeah, just um, improving my touch and pretty much everything. Uh, like I said, on the off season, we were all playing, and it was just playing as much as you can, improving the touch, quickness, um, strength, and pretty much overall, just trying to get better at. It. And the thing about the off season is obviously Coach Tyler can't be around, so it's mm-hmm. it's it's captain led, it's student led, right? Yeah, student led, but um, there's a real work hard mentality and get better because uh, we had a disappointing end to last year and we uh, after not making the playoffs in the last game and we didn't want to let that happen again so we're um we all worked really hard how much does the end of last season serve as motivational fuel obviously a lot and um for for all of us just because that was uh we were we put ourselves in a good position early in the season and and then didn't didn't uh kind of faded down the stretch um and ended up losing our last game to lose a place in the playoffs so we're very motivated this year to to keep. We have, we've had a good start to and own to keep it going um, as long as for the whole season. So we're talking on Tuesday. Later today, mm-hmm. you're going to be playing the first game on the refurbished yeah. Russell Street Field. How excited are you for this? So excited. We had two practices there. It's so much so much nicer than yeah. last year. The ball is nice and stays on the ground and stuff. So super excited um, and can't can't wait to play in front of a home crowd and on our home field. Certainly. Well, um, just going back to when you were in high school and looking at colleges, you mentioned Bates had great academics. You grew up in Massachusetts. Were you very familiar with Bates growing up and stuff? Um, not not particularly, but uh, I was looking at colleges and I was looking at a lot of the, the NESCAC schools. And um, honestly, it was uh, admissions day. I visited Bates and I just I loved the loved the, the vibe here, I guess. And uh, and so and I also knew I wanted to try to walk onto yeah. a team so I wanted to try to go to a or like a instead of like I was also looking at like UVM or something and mm. stuff like that so um but it was it, it was uh we're all worked out really well and I love it here um beyond just soccer sounds good Luke Pratty thanks so much thank you the volleyball team turned in an outstanding weekend at the Husson Invitational Bates won all four matches by a score of three to nothing defeating St. Joseph's Husson Plattsburgh and Curry it's the Bobcats first 4-0 start since 2014 Junior Ruby Lightborn averaged 3.45 digs, 2 kills, 0.82 service aces, 0.45 assists, and 0.27 blocks per set over the course of four matches. And she is our female Bobcat of the week. Ruby, what a start to the year for the volleyball team. 4-0 up there at the Huston Invitational, four straight 3-0 wins. What was clicking so well for everybody? Uh, I think that for the first time that I've been here at Bates, our offense has been really spread out. Um, usually we send a lot of balls to the outside, just like in out-of-system plays and such, but this weekend we did a really good job of making equal amount of attempts for the outside, the middle, and the right sides. So I think that it's the first time we're really spreading out our offense. And what's your role within that offense? Um, I play uh, outside hitter, so I'm usually swinging out of the left, but sometimes I'll swing off the right side of the court. Um, and... Basically, just trying to 
put any balls that Julia or Emma gives us away or make it difficult for the other team to get a good in-system set off of is the goal usually. It seems like you do a little bit of everything, whether it be kills and digs or service aces or even some assists I saw, right? Uh, I definitely try to be helpful anytime you touch the ball. Yeah. Like Aces are a great way of being able to get points from the back row that usually you don't have the same access to as when you're taking big swings in the front row. So uh, I love trying to be able to serve really difficultly so that, I mean, that's in my opinion, the easiest way to get points because it's the first contact on a ball. It's something you can always control really well. So Certainly. And you're from Los Angeles, from California. Um, tell us, I, you had some connections with Bates so through people you knew when you were looking at colleges, right? Uh, yeah, well, Taylor Stafford-Smith was already here, and we played for the same club, even though we went to different high schools. And um, Augie Silver was a senior when I was an incoming freshman, and she was uh, went to the same high school as me. And we played beach volleyball together for a little while, so I knew her from that. And they kind of inspired me to come here, I guess. Great. And uh, you're a junior now, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, what about Bates back when you're looking at colleges? You know, you, you mentioned, obviously, the, those two helping you um, make the choice. But what else about Bates attracted you to come here, you know, cross-country uh, to college? Um, I definitely wanted a completely different setting than what I had grown up with. And then mm-hmm. when I came and visited the campus and met some of the girls on the team. I just, the team in general seemed to stand out from everything else. They were like the kindest, most inclusive group of individuals I'd ever met. So they made it really easy for me to decide. And then, um, you know, those four matches, obviously a great start to the year. What was, what's the team's been talking about, like in terms of how to even build on this, the strong start and whatnot? I think we just want to continue speeding up our offense because it's something we usually get to a little more midway through season in past years, and this year we're trying to do it right out of the gate so that things speed up a lot quicker and it's we're harder to block against and harder to defend against. So uh, we're still trying to work some kinks out with like our faster offense, but I think we'll get there. Great. And then, yeah, Melissa, when I talked to her before the before the season, she mentioned, yeah, offense was a key focus in practice and whatnot, and clearly so far paying off, right? I think so. Yeah. I mean, we're doing things we've never done at this point in the mm. season and uh, running plays that are a little more challenging for us and trying to get people to swing out of different positions, and I think that's going to be really important to helping us win this year. What's Julia like as a setter? Because obviously you work with her a lot. She's very energetic. She's yeah. a great setter. <laughs> she she really pushes everyone to do their best on the court, and she's has a very high volleyball IQ, I think. So she, she really knows where to put the ball to – get blockers off their game and stuff. And then you know the defense is going to be solid, right, with Gabby as a libero and um, and others as well who do a really good job. Yeah, Gabby and as well um, Meg is great Mm -hmm. in the back row, and she's like both of them get balls up that nobody would ever expect up. So I think there's a feeling of comfort when you're swinging and you know that there are people in the back row looking out for you. What are some observations you've had about the the newcomers, the first years? I think they all add a lot to the team, personality-wise and skill-wise. They definitely push people hard in practice to try to perform better and uh, add a lot of great spirit to the team because they're all very – they click very well with us. They're all very nice and good people. As a junior, how how has college gone so far? What are you studying and and whatnot? Um, I'm a politics major and a history minor, and – Basically just taking a lot of those classes, but 
I'm also part of SAC, and so I've oh, been nice. like trying to do some other activities through that. Well, SAC being the Student Athlete Advisory Committee, right? Yes, that's yeah. what that is. That basically, we just meet once every two weeks to discuss different student athletic concerns and like programs that we're trying to run, like the Special Olympics things that happen at the school a lot of times. That's probably been a great experience to meet fellow student athletes outside of necessarily like an athletic environment, I guess. It's definitely an environment where people want to get things done and like yeah. try to improve things at the school, so it's refreshing. Great. Well, any other thoughts on the season so far? And obviously the goal this year, as Melissa said, was to do damage in that NESCAC tournament in the year. Obviously, tons of matches between now and then, but uh, so far so good, right? Uh, yeah, we definitely have some big challenges coming up, mm. but uh, I think that we can handle them, and I'm excited for them, and I know the team is too. All right, we like more Female Bobcat of the Week. Thanks so much. Thank you very much. The golf teams impressed in their season debut at the Bowdoin Invitational over the weekend. The women play second out of four teams, and the men play sixth out of 14 teams. Senior captain Andrew Garcia Bow paced the men, finishing in second place out of 60 individuals. He shot a 75 on Saturday and followed that up with a 77 on Sunday. Meanwhile, first year Chloe Baylor led the way for the women, taking fourth place out of 20 individuals firing an 86 on Saturday and an 88 on Sunday. Baylor and Garcia Bode joined the Bobcats this week to look back on the first tournament of the fall. Chloe, let's start with you. Your first collegiate golf tournament, what were you going through your mind that first day stepping up to the tee? Um, definitely some nerves. I've never played golf here, and so uh, going up, I was just like, all right, let's just go in with good expectations and have some fun, get the lay of the land, and overall, I was like very happy with how it went, so... And Andrew, the opposite yeah, for you, you've exactly. played that course many, many times, and it seems like second place finish, you were really comfortable out there. Yeah, I would say I was probably my most comfortable. I've played it for three seasons now. This is the fourth or maybe even fifth time that I've played the course, and then in addition to knowing the course, I was able to really like hone in on my mental game and stay calm and play shots where I knew they needed to be. Excellent. Chloe, you're from Lincoln, Nebraska. Tell us how you decided to come out to Maine for college to base. So two years ago, I came out with my family, and right away, I just knew I wanted to come to Bates. It was a place that had a great community. I loved the people, the professors. I um, met with Coach Upham, who um, was originally um, taking over for the golf program to help with that, and he was great, and I just liked the vibe. And so I then took a year abroad, and after that, um, I came here, and I've been loving it. So the, the gap year you took, tell us about that, and did you get much golfing in? Yes, so I spent the year in France, and I was at a golf and tennis academy there where I played golf pretty much seven days a week. It was really fun and intensive, and um, i definitely taking those skills that I learned there and applying them here. So you touched on Coach Upham, obviously, was managing the program. Now you have Henry Fall as a, as a new coach. Andrew, tell us about what your impressions of Coach Fall are so far. Um, he's been a really great team leader so far. He's kind of guided us through different mental strategies and just been a great support system on the coach overall, on the course, sorry. Um, he's been wonderful in every way possible, and I, he's bringing the program to great heights, both just as sportsmanship, thanking the different pros at the course, and then also being there with us in addition to John joining, um, helping out here and there and where we really see fit. And uh, Henry obviously had very recent success collegiately at Elms, which probably helps, right? Yeah, him being a young coach, it's a lot easier to connect with him. He knows the stakes very well. He knows what it's like to be out on their course. And if you're struggling, to, he knows what it's like to struggle, and he knows what it's like to be on a hot streak and how to keep that up and not let the nerves get to you. 
Andrew, you, you finished second. Chloe, individually, you finished fourth, but you were saying that you know, off air that you were disappointed with that, so you'd think there was room for improvement. Definitely. I definitely think with Coach Fall, we will um, be able to thrive more as a team. And I was saying earlier that like we have so much more room for improvement, and I definitely think we could be the best in Maine. I was one of the senior captains this year. What's that experience like for you? Being uh, You were a captain last year, I believe, as well, but now, now being a senior, welcoming uh, a whole new first-year class in also. It's exciting. Um, we have a lot of good talent that's joined the team, both on the men's and women's side, and it's great to see the potential that the program is growing. I know as a a little bit of a rocky start when I joined and like where the program stood, but now it's miles ahead of where it was and it feels like it's in an incredible place. And then Chloe, uh, Bates Invitational this weekend at Martindale, how much have you played Martindale so far? I've only played it twice, okay. the front and the back nine, but this week definitely going to be playing <laughs> a few more rounds of 18 before I do that. So, What's your initial impressions of the course? It's pretty difficult I would say it's um, really hilly and it's really uh, tight so you have to be really precise with your you know, your tee shots and when you're green and regulations you know you want to you want to play below the hole definitely so it's a lot of more mental strategy than I think than just like power and how far you can hit it so Andrew what's your advice to people who have never played Martindale before Chloe said it perfectly yeah. <laughs> it's, you got you have to put your shots where you know they need to be there's a lot of turns and spots that aren't so great and might block you out from certain shots so being able to place the ball where you want it or a general area of where you want it really helps Chloe any other thoughts about your first tournament as a collegiate golfer and what you're most looking forward to the rest of this season I'm really looking forward to kind of um, selling as a team and just going from being kind of a no-name program to like really showing um, the NESCAC who we are and I think that we can definitely make a statement this year so that's gotta be a great thing for you to hear from first year <laughs> oh, right? it's, yeah. it's an incredible thing yeah. to hear from a first year I know we've been trying to do that with the program for yeah. the past few years and I think this year is really the time we're gonna make that impact Sounds good. Andrew garcia Bo, Chloe Baylor, thanks so much. Thank, Thank you. you. The Bates football season kicks off Saturday at 1 p.m. when the Bobcats visit Amherst. You will find our full season preview Wednesday at GoBatesBobcats.com. But for now, here's an excerpt from our in-depth interview with head coach Malik Hall. Coach Hall breaks down the defense heading into Saturday's opener. 3-4 scheme. Mm -hmm. You're looking at um, the defensive line, Razor Ramon, as you call him, number, big number 99 there at the nose guard. And then you have two young kids, Simplicio, Tim Simplicio, and then Nolan Potter, a local guy from Wells High School here in Maine. Uh, tell us about this defensive front. You know, a year ago, when you when you lose a captain, an all-conference right. player, you know, Harrington, you know, you can never replace a kid like him. You know, he played, he, he never came off the field. Yeah. So, you're talking about a kid who was playing 90 plays a game, going full tilt, coming up with big play after big play, and then Walter Washington, all right. of them. Like, so, you know, Goose, like, we lost a senior-loaded defensive line. Yeah. Um, that's the bad news. <laughs> the good news is we have some fresh blood who is hungry, um, young Bobcats such as Tim and Potter who were at different positions a year ago. Right. Um, man, what does it say about kids who are willing to sacrifice a position that they're familiar with to play a position of need? So I'm excited for those two guys. Um, Ramon, who had his first first start a year ago, is emerging into a, a, 
a major, major component to the defense, vocally, leadership-wise, in production. Um, Jack Ryan is going to be a huge part of it. Another first year who's got to come into his own. Um, we even moved Mr. Stevens. We put the Mr. on Stevens, Eric Stevens, um, because talk about a, a kid who's all about business, you know, showed up in the Amherst game and had a big third down catch in the fourth quarter. Right. Now he's playing defensive line. Yeah. Um, so I, I major kudos to that group um, for sacrifice. We talk about ambition being sometime a trap because ambition is about you and selfless ambition is about sacrifice and no more important than our entire defense really um, learning how to have selfless ambition and, and making some sacrifice for the greater good of the B. So more, no more group did that more than the D-line this year. Must make you proud as a yeah, you know yeah, <laughs> a guy who played some defense. And it's funny because yeah. that's less about who they're going to be as players and more about who they are as people. Mm -hmm. And that goes back to why we coach the person, not the product, because they made people decisions, not a production decision. Because if it was about production, it was about ambition. And if it was about ambition, it quickly becomes selfishly mm -hmm. driven. And um, what a group to kind of throw their ambition aside for selflessness and for sacrifice of the B. So I, I hope that that group plays off the wall yeah. because of that, because it will double down for our entire team. Like, this is not a D-line group by trade. This is a D-line group by need. Mm. And that D-line group by need is playing on fire. So be what we need and play on fire. Yeah. So the linebacking uh, linebackers, um, Mike Bowman, who had a big impact last year, got, got a lot of play time. He's a sophomore now. Peter Daly is a senior. Spencer Adams, another sophomore. Then Liam Green, a junior. Um, so some guys who definitely had playing time last year, although some new names as well, it looks like. Yeah, I think Spencer Adams yeah. is, a, is a, another first-year guy last year who you saw some skill in him and some talent. But, again, trying to – come about this in a way where it's you want them to be active on the field right now. I think that's just us wishing upon what we see his ability to be. Mm -hmm. um, this year, talk about adding a birthday to him. He came back in great shape, came back with a better understanding on our defense. Um, all around, just came back ready to go. You know, Pete Daly, who's a senior, um, Again, another guy who's coming back to kind of rectify some things of his past. Um, being here for four and a half years, like, like all you want to do is get it right. Um, you know, adding the linebacker, another guy, Zach Doyon, who was a tailback a year ago. Mm -hmm. Man, again, gave ambition for the B. Mm -hmm. He gave his ambition away for the B. He's playing middle linebacker this year. Mm -hmm. Um and he made some plays last year in a matter of switching because we got banged up with injuries. Um, owning it this year, studying it this year, I think he'll be a major, major addition. But I think we'll get some impact out of him as well. Um, 
And then when you add into some first years like Carmichael and Hooks, I think our linebacker and middle linebacker position will be by committee. Um, but I think there's some talented guys. Um, our outside linebackers, uh, Magic Mike Bowman, um, you know, he got the nickname Magic Mike because we couldn't get him off the field last year as a first year. And we didn't have anyone to get him off the field for because we didn't have any numbers. And the stuff that he would do on game day, it to be undersized, to be underdeveloped, and to never play college football, he played all nine games as a first year. That was magical. Yeah. Um, and the guys named him that because it was like, bro, like I don't even know how you're doing it. <laughs> In my mind, your mistakes, you come up smelling like roses. And that's, that's what made him magical because, you know, mistakes can hurt your confidence. But... A mistake for him, it was coming up as a tackle so we can clean the mistake up. Yeah. And his confidence not take a hit because of it. Uh, Greeny, Liam Green, who played last year but just had that injury bug. Mm. You know, uh, Sue Campbell, again, yeah, you know, year. he had a huge year last year. So to have him come back, you know, bigger, stronger, faster. Um, playing all nine games again last year or eight. That experience should show itself this year. I, I'm 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 excited for that group though. Our depth isn't great. Mm. You know, we added um some first years. I think that'll be pretty exciting to see if we can get them on the field like on Hunter Landry. Sure. Um we also added um a baseball guy, Rob Matson. Okay. Um, who, who's dynamic and a, a pretty strong kid. Um, another baseball guy that we added um, to the defensive line is Matt Conley. Um, so he just we, – we're, we're really trying to build our team with depth right now. Yeah. Um, but the challenge is going to be can we keep these guys healthy long enough. Right. I think they are talented enough. I think they got enough game action for experiences – for the experience of what we're going into front to back. The D-line is played, the linebackers have played, the secondary is played. A year ago, none of those guys have played against Amherst. Right. And yet, we were in that game in the fourth quarter, 7-13. And so, that should pay some dividends Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Well, you touched on adding some baseball guys. Um, your captain, John Lindgren, plays baseball at Bates as well. And he, of course, uh, was second-team All-NESCAC last year in football, now a senior at safety. Anchoring that secondary that includes Connor Hunt, Owen Straley, who's had a big camp, a sophomore, and then Devin Clyburn, who's made some uh, big plays and has some good size out there, doesn't he? Yeah, our secondary is probably the most experienced group coming back. Mm. Um, you know, last year we had a bunch of seniors in the secondary, but they got banged up. Right. So you figure, you know, Joe Frake, who was a captain and a starter, didn't play until week six. And so, you know, Hunt, for example, Hunt plays the Amherst game, ends up having nine tackles, yeah. breaks his foot. Right. And then yeah. T. Ham, Hamilton, mm -hmm. he comes in for him. And then he has seven tackles. And then, then, and then as we go into Tufts or Trinity – we find out about Anthony Costa, right? who has a pick six against Trinity, has another pick against Tufts, and in fact, 
almost led the conference in interceptions. You know, so you figure as first years, none of those guys played prior to, or sophomores, they didn't play. That was their first year playing. They're coming back. Yeah. So you, you, you figure if, if nothing else, those guys know what to expect in the game. They know what, what hurt us a year ago. And you got Johnny, who's like a bullet on the football field. Yeah. And so he see ball, get ball. And with him, he can provide a spark of energy in the secondary because he'll make a dynamic play or a dynamic hit. Um, and that rallies those guys in my mind. The cross-country teams were victorious in their annual wave races with Colby Saturday at Pineland Farms. Individually, sophomore Bart Rust won the first-year sophomore race on the men's side, and senior captain Olivia LaMarche won the sophomore-senior race on the women's side. Both teams race at Pineland Farms again this weekend at the Bates Invitational, racing against Connecticut College, Middlebury, Tufts, and in the case of the men, Southern Maine. And next time on the Bates Bobcast... We'll recap another big week of Bates athletics, including home openers from soccer and field hockey. Plus, a volleyball team looks to remain undefeated, and football looks to up in Amherst on the road. All that and more next time on the Bates Bobcast. Bates.